Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. This is episode 17, remarkably. Uh, episode 17 is another one of those special episodes where I ask Pat what she's been up to and she tells me. She tells me what she's been up to and she tells me what she's going to be up to. Now, if you don't mind, if you would subscribe to the podcast, if you've not already subscribed, and if you would rate the podcast, that would also be great. I think there's probably something in your podcast reader that allows you to do that. If not, you can go to the iTunes and you can rate it there. Give us a nice five stars. Why don't you? Anyway, enough of me. Let's go over go over, let's go into our living room and I will ask Pat, Pat, what have you been up to? Hello. Hello, <laughs> Mrs. Byrne. Tell me, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, enjoying the, well, enjoying the hot weather up to a point. It's lovely, it's lovely to have the blue skies. I hate to complain, <laughs> but it's a wee bit tiring, the hot weather. Oh, the hot weather, I am not looking at it myself. It's a wee bit tiring, but I've been enjoying it. Spent a lot of time working in the balcony and out and about. Right, we had quite a big weekend planned. It didn't all go quite to plan. We were hoping to go on Saturday night to see Jerome Blind Boy Paxton, oh, that, the Americana. Um, supposed to be absolutely fabulous at the CCA, but um, excuse me, I had to have the emergency dental appointment. Of course. Because I right. got, um, oh gosh, I thought I was getting an abscess or something. My mouth was so sore. But, anyways, it's almost to be some sort of infection in my gums, so the antibiotics seemed to be working. But that was a shame we didn't get to that. At least I'm feeling better, so we were busy yesterday. We went to the Lids Open Day. Oh, uh, the famous moon place, the famous Museum of the Moon. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. So the, the Lids Open, of course, is Glasgow Piano City, and so it was lovely to have that going on at the Macintosh Queen's Cross Church. But that event that they have there at the moment for the West End Festival, it is pretty spectacular. Yeah, to a photograph which you can find on... Oh, well, maybe you can only find it on Facebook, actually. Is it on the website? Did you put it on the website? I have it on the website, right, yeah. Okay, I've put the event up in Museum of the Moon. It's in Queen's Cross Church, which if oh, people... Okay. Some people haven't been there. I know, I know even some quite close friends have said they've never... Heard of it? No, they've heard of it, but they've actually not been there. Because it's in Mary Hill, one of um, Charles Rennie Macintosh's designs, the Macintosh Queen's Cross, and it's it's really, you know, if there wasn't anything on, it's still worth a visit. It's absolutely absolutely lovely. There's fabulous architecture, but the from well right up until the twenty fourth of June, Museum of the Moon will be running, and it's a uh, it's it's by it's a, an artwork by Luc Geram, and it's a huge seven meter diameter, absolutely huge, 
moon and it details the NASA NASA imagery of the lunar surface. So it's so I mean it really is absolutely spectacular. And and it's it's quite cheap. It's five pounds or three pound concession. So it's not dead it's not dead expensive. So we enjoyed that and then we went because it was such a lovely day, we went afterwards. We we, we thought oh where would we go? Ryan and John were with us, so Ryan always has his football, the football goes everywhere. So he's always dying for a kick about. And because we were up that way, we went up to Rock Hill Park, where you and I had actually never been. No, I don't think I'd ever been there before. John had been before because when we used to have the the big big dog, he used to take her up there and let her have a run around. It's a this the um, views from that park are sensational. Yeah, it's a fairly it's a fairly expansive parkland. <laughs> Yeah, it's lovely. It's big grassy areas and we've seen some, uh, well certainly the first time I've seen it, professional <laughs> frisbee players yeah. playing some kind of round, I don't know what they were up to but it was, all looked very all frisbees looked, for miles. All looked very serious. They were. Yeah, the, the frisbee gang, grown-ups, grown-up frisbee yeah, throwers. No, that was interesting. Um, but it's so quiet because Kelvin Grove and the Botanics would have been mobbed yesterday. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there was hardly, you know, lucky if there were 30 people in that park that we saw. It's very, very quiet. It's lovely. So that was that was a good... Um, that turned out well. And then um, today we went for a trip down to Arica. Mm-hmm. Which was lovely. It's a lovely place. It was a nice drive. I mean, it's a beautiful wee village. It is. Arica is really, really nice. And, um, the mountains and the, mm-hmm. I don't know what call it, a beach. It's a kind of rocky, strange terrain with... And the log side. Yeah, old kind of beaten up boats and jetties and things, but it's very dramatic. Mm-hmm. It was such a beautiful day. Yeah. And then the the um, hillsides, interesting, the, the cobbler, the climb. I've done that climb. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I like been I've not been in Arica for a long time, but we used to go there quite a lot. You know, when I I lived in Oco Patrick, and for a while, I worked at the Triangle Youth Club. I was a youth leader, and we used to go up to Arica to the outdoor centre up there, um, and. You know, we had great fun, and we went out on the loch on canoes. And you know, get taught how to to canoe, and then we would climb, we'd go climbing. So we climbed up the cobbler. When I looked at it today, I thought, how did I ever get up there? Yeah, it's an enormous big mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember him going with 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 my brother Roger, and lots of the lots of people from Ocopatrick, and also um, the Arica Hotel. I used to know people who worked there. And we had worked together in the pub and, and, and there's still there, the pine trees that used to be. It's the West Highland Motel, I think it is now. Or, do you know, you know the place I mean on the boulevard at Clyde Bank? Yeah, yeah. It used to be the pine trees. So um, I worked it there for a while as a part-time at Barmaid. And then some of the people we worked with, they went up to work in the Arica Hotel. 
So, um, what are you just going to visit them? We would, go up, we would go up and visit them, go for a run up. And yes, other place. The roads, mind you, were a bit of a struggle, both getting there because they're so narrow and past that military base. I think it's a military yeah. base. Well, it's fast lane down there, we've tried it, which is a bit depressing. It was a bit uh, tiny wee narrow roads. And then, of course, we had the 55 million hour trip back because we were in a queue for most of it. It's so busy. <laughs> I mean, I always think um, that the best time to go around to Loch Lomond is in the winter time. A good day, a good winter's day, because the in the summertime it's so busy. Yeah. And also, you can't see the loch no, because it's all the all the, all the, the trees. trees and bushes, the lochs hidden from most most of that journey. Yeah, I mean there was no accidents. It's just that it just seems to be what's it called? Something to tail, head to tail, from the to tail, to tail, from or head to tail or whatever. Anyway, so 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 busy. Well, that was a shame because we saw we see two people broken down. I mean, what would they do? Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a soap opera from start to finish, yeah. actually. So, as well as that, we went into the Green Kettle for we did, some uh, lunch. We've been there before at Gerlachhead. It's a very, very cheery Northern Irish man that runs it. And it seems to have attracted very interesting yeah, visitors, it don't they? collection of folk that came past us as we were sitting outside. The two folk from England who were on their bikes touring around. Yeah, we kept seeing them after that. Yeah. <laughs> they were going faster than us. Yeah, they, they passed us and oh, they literally passed us on the, mm-hmm. on the motorway. I think they were from we were. Yorkshire. Yeah. So a Yorkshire accent. Nice. Fit as fiddles. And then the folk that had their motorcycle tricycles or like monsters. One each. One each, exactly. Massive. Bye bye. The lady said to us. Hey. When she went away, the lady said bye, say bye. Yeah, I said to her, what did I say? I don't know. I can't remember what I See said you there. later. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> bye, say bye. <laughs> we were all good pals. <laughs> no, but it's very, very nice there. You know, it's a very nice man, very helpful. Because um, if they haven't got anything on the menu, you know, I mean, they haven't really got sandwiches or anything like that. It's more like lunches. And But I, I, I said to him, any sandwich? He says, oh, I'll make you a sandwich up anything you like. And... It was so fresh, it was lovely. Nice salad sandwich. Yeah, that, that was good. That. So the other thing I did um, was I went along to the Hillhead Book Club, which is the restaurant in Vinegar oh, Street. I went there for... Um, it was a bloggers event, which I didn't really understand because I've never been to anything like that before. Um, but it was actually to sample their new menu. Right, so it wasn't some. You thought it was going to be some kind of go and meet the bloggers yeah. and chat with them. Uh-huh, I did. Uh-huh. It was more a promotional it thing was, for uh-huh. the restaurant. Yes, that's right. So you right. were there, uh-huh. and they were just basically, well, I say basically that they were when you right, but they did. Well, I mean, it was they were very very nice, um, and um, I had a fabulous seat. I think I had the best seat possible because. It's in, it's an interesting restaurant because it used to be the Salon Cinema. Yeah, I've been in it a few times. And um, you know, I was sitting right up in the sort of top balcony, and of course the, the ceiling is gorgeous. Excuse me, and I can see all over. Um, they did say to me, "Did I want to bring someone?" And that's what I should have done. But you but, didn't really know um, what it was at that point. No, well, I kind of thought I didn't want to bring anyone 
if I was going to be talking to other people and then I would maybe they would maybe be feeling out of it or something. That was it was just what was in my head was the wrong thing. Anyway, they were very very nice. The food was lovely. I had red snapper fish, which I'd never had before. So it was lovely. And um, I had a starcher at um goat's cheese and beetroot, like a wee terrine. It looked gorgeous, all the stripes, the sort of cream and the um aubergine coloured or the beetroot coloured stripes. It looked it looked quite sensational. And they gave me a prosecco when I went in, so I that was lovely. And then they asked me if I would like a cocktail. So I thought, well, why not? And of course I don't really drink. <laughs> so um I, it was a huge cocktail. Mm-hmm. I'd bother trying to decide which cocktail to have actually. They are so such a, an elaborate so many I mean in my head cocktails are tiny wee glasses. We tiny glasses, like when we worked in the Albany Hotel when we finished, we would sometimes have a cocktail. And so we would have something like a Blue Lagoon or a Harvey Wall Banger or a Black Russian, which was like small. Um, I can't even remember what that what was in it. I think it was like Tia Maria and whiskey or something. Or was that a rusty nail? Anyway, I can't remember, but the cocktails were quite small. But this was a big, big, tall glass with Bacardi and it was lovely coconut. I felt half cut when it came out. I didn't finish it. I couldn't finish it. I thought I would fall down those stairs if I finish this. And then when I went out, I bumped into um, Kieran Doris. Oh, um, That I hadn't seen for ages. From from, um, Celtic Music Radio. And I had a wee chat with him in Byers Road. And then, um, strangely enough, the following day I met Stephanie Greer. He's, he's his friend. Yeah. So I met Stephanie in um, Hindland in the wee, it's a wee bakery. It's a tea room. It's lovely. Everybody was sitting outside, outside Jelly Hill and whatnot, but it was scorching. So we sat inside and and that was nice, nice catching up with Stephanie. I had a chat. I like going along to Hindland every now and again. I like the wee um, boutique um, Jasmine. It's lovely, I've got lovely clothes in there. So I think that's about um, just about everything I've done this week. Right, okay, good. What, what about you? Oh, I know what you did. What did I do? You met Jerry Crothers. Oh, well, I went and interviewed Jerry Crothers, which was a great interview, actually, really fascinating. He's a kind of, I mean, I've known him since I was a Wayne. So, He's a really close friend of my brother, John. Uh, but it was really interesting, because I was just charting his journey from Claybank to becoming one of the world scholars and Robbie Burns. And yes, he's in charge of the Burns unit at Glasgow University. That's right, yeah. So it was interesting to get a perspective on something from somebody you kind of know on a kind of superficial level to get more of a sense of what was going on Mm-hmm. And his head and, and his career. <laughs> Did he show you any of the the things that he's been saying? He didn't, no, it was really just a chat. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, the way I've been doing the interviews is that I want 
I want them to tell me their journey. Mm-hmm. So right. that's how I've been doing it. So I took him from Claybank and through all the things he did, his ed- various education and decisions he made mm-hmm. about what he did at any particular mm-hmm. time. So that was what I'm kind of interested mm-hmm. in, uh, which was a fascinating journey. Mm-hmm. When he talked yeah. about politics, he talked about his, uh, he talked about religion, talked about mm-hmm. being a Catholic, talked about, pre- mm-hmm. about prejudice, he'd talked stuff I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when he was, uh, he lived in White Crook Street, he lived a couple of hundred yards away from me. And in the houses that, the tenement houses that he was in, most of the people that lived in the tenement houses there worked in John Brown's. Mm-hmm. They were John Brown's kind of tenements. Yeah. But most of the people that worked in John Brown's were what they called Protestants mm-hmm. at that time. I don't know what they call non-denomination, I don't know what they call these days. So he was one of the few Catholics mm-hmm. that was in that, in that building. Uh, but his father, I don't think his father, I'm not sure where his father worked. I think he must have worked in John. I'm not sure, I'm probably getting this wrong. But his father got his job because his uncle got him the job. Spoke for him. Spoke for him. Uh, so he was talking about that and how the his pals of his age in that in that area, his, where he played about in the backyards, their fathers had told them that Scotland wasn't Scotland didn't belong to Catholics. It was, an, it was a foreign country for Catholic Scotland and it didn't belong to them. And uh, so he was getting that from from all his pals at the time. And that actually formed a lot of how he thought about Scotland and, and some of the things that he became interested in later on in his life, which led him to, to Burns. And some of the things he did mm-hmm. uh, were directly related yeah. to some of those prejudices. Imagine that. Which, of course, uh, mm-hmm. hadn't occurred to me, mm-hmm. any of that kind of yeah. stuff. So the whole thing was really fascinating. I mean, it's quite a, really great. I'm looking forward to a great interview. Because you know, I remember I interviewed yeah. him quite a number of years ago. That's right. So he's already on the website yeah. as a, a, a West End character. Because, um, I mean, I actually knew Jerry before I knew you because he worked with me on the band's promotion well, spoke, group. Well, he spoke about that as well. And Did he? Sp- yeah, he spoke mm. about the band's promotion group and he spoke about the magazine, the music magazine that he'd. He was part oh, the of fan scene, the, the, scene, the punk fan scene, the light and disorder, because yeah. I worked on that yeah. too. Yeah, so um, he spoke about it as a, in the context of how it influenced the do-it-yourself sort of approach, which is in some sense if you're an academic, you're almost self-employed. Yeah, You're kind of meeting things, mm-hmm. you're coming up with ideas and then you're mm-hmm. seeing them through, so it's the same thing really. Mm-hmm. You're doing your research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're interviewing people. It's, it's yeah. always had loads of get up and go. And well, it's just full yeah, of, um, you know, his mind's racing, isn't it? Yeah, he's a clever, yeah, I mean, he's a clever, clever boy. fella. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not that he doesn't know he's clever, you know, mm-hmm. and that has been very helpful for him, I think, over the yeah. years. I remember mm-hmm. I met his mum, his, his mum was Italian. Right. I met his mum um, years and years ago. Um, she was an Italian woman. Yeah, we didn't really talk so much about his mum and dad, but I mean, if you'd been interviewed, I'm sure you would have heard more about that, but... Whatever. Well, I don't, no, I don't think so. No, yeah. but um, I remember when I went to see him, um, it was... it was, <laughs> Well, I was a bit worried, because um, I'm so clumsy, and he was showing me these things that people had sent him, that this goblet that had belonged to Burns, right. that was... 
and he was giving it to me to hold. And I was like, oh my God, you know, if I, if I drop this, you know, what's it worth? You know, yeah. irreplaceable. Um, I mean, he's, he's very impressive in his approach because he's very academic, mm-hmm. more so than, you know, a lot of academics think they don't have any prejudices. They're just being, you know, that, that's a bit of box, obviously. Everybody's got prejudices. But he's aware of all these things, much more, I think, than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And he actually makes a conscious attempt to do things that are not coloured necessarily by his, you know, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. own prejudices. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. academic in the, in the strict sense of the word and his, and his approach, which I think is pretty impressive. So, uh, that it sounds was, great, Jim. It was a good interview. I'll look for, I'll really look forward to, to listening to yeah, it. Yeah, that in a few weeks. Uh, and the other thing we've put up the last uh, interview we put up was the one you did with Mary. Yeah, uh huh, and that has been so popular, Mary Irvin. Mary Irvin, yeah, and that's been that's been great. A lot mm. of people have been listening to that. Mm. She sent she sent me stuff um, today. In fact, she's so oh, she's so hardworking. I mean, I don't like. I think she's got up in her her Twitter, um, something like, "I'm retired. I haven't got a minute to do anything," <laughs> because she is so so busy. You know, with mm-hmm. all her writing stuff. I mean, yeah. she's so um, productive. Not, not, I don't mean just writing herself, but all the things she organises. You know, this workshop coming up at Fruin Farm. And um, so it's for writers and it's, it's going well. Lots of people are going along. It's the 20th of June. It sounds fabulous. And then she's sent me stuff today about Autumn Voices this is I, I actually read it that last year if you remember, in um, Waterstones and Sucker Hall Street. Yeah, I was there. Um, I remember. Um, so it's that again. Yeah. And it's for people. It's this um, Robin Lloyd Jones, I think his name is, and it's for older people that write autumn voices. But it looks fantastic, you know, James Kilman, Bernard McLafferty. So mm-hmm. it's going. It's going to be. In, Watterson Barrow Road this time, I'll definitely go to that. If Ben McCraft is going to be there, if James Kelm is going to be there, I am going to be there. <laughs> be great. Good. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, and the next thing that's going to be up, I mean, that, the I'm trying to be very regular with when we put the podcast up. So the next podcast is going to happen Thursday. Next interview, which is going to be David Belcher. Yep. Which you interviewed a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, and that was a that was a really good interview yeah, too. Yeah, so that I'm looking forward to that. Because I I knew David. Um, of course, we spoke about this before about the diary, but I didn't know. Um, and also for his music, that is such a, um, soul music fan has these uh, lots of events, but I didn't know that he had been, um, writing plays, mm. and he's done really well. Anyway, that so you'll hear about that in the podcast. I've got a, um, I'm going to meet on Friday Claire McCleary, who is a crime writer with um, Contraband, that's the Saraband um, Publishers, so I'm going to meet um, Claire on Friday. That sounds good. I've got a couple of interviews coming up on Thursday and Friday, which is Francesca. I can't remember her son name. She's the fashion illustrator. We spoke about, about it before. Yeah. 
I can't remember either. And also Eva. Oh, Eva yeah. Bolander, who's her Glasgow Law Provost. Yeah. So I'm going to interview them. Mm-hmm. That'll be good, because Eva, I mean, apart from, I mean, it's just fabulous, it's just Lord Provost, and um, you know, it's good, a good change for Glasgow after all the years of, you know, this Labour stronghold. Yeah, yeah, I think it is quite healthy to have SNP there for a change. Absolutely. see how they got on. But, um, of course, you, you, we'd known Eva for a, a long a time yeah. because she, you worked with her in the web yeah. accessibility. That's right. And also she was a big fan. She used to come to a lot of gigs. That's right, yeah. So she's good fun. That'll be good. I taught her web design way, 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 way back. I don't know when it was. In Glasgow, Caledonian? No, well, I can't, I can't remember exactly what contact. I, I think I did... Uh, I put on courses for Scottish Accessible Information Forum, and I think she gave me one of those. Right. Okay. So I was kind of subcontracted to do those, uh, which was a, a, a course on accessible web design. So right. she came for to web designers yeah. to teach kind of like advanced yeah, web design. Yeah, I think that's when I got. I think that's yeah. when I first met her. Right. And then she worked for Safe after that. So I've known her for a long time, but I mean it's it's absolutely amazing that she's. Been, Became the Lord mm-hmm. Provost. It's just hard to believe, but there you go. That'll be interesting. I won't give. I won't, I, I, I want to see more about her, but I won't give. I won't give anything away. All right. We'll wait for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so and of course the um, the other thing that was on last week, which was smashing, and we were both performing at it, was the Creative Writing Fair at Glasgow University. Oh, of course, I. So, yeah, so that was good. Yeah, um, it was, good. It was they do so well. Um, the, the that team, Colin Heard and Zoe Strachan, Lise Welsh. Lise wasn't there. She she was away, um, somewhere. But the it was nice to see so many people that had been on the emlet yeah. when I did it, and so Katie Hasty was sitting beside me. And and that was good, and of course Gillian McDougall, Gilly, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be meeting Gilly again when I am on at the Dissel Gallery for um, the Art of Words right. during the West End Festival. Okay. So Gilly will be at that as well. But it was smashing. I mean, I thought it was going to be so long that we'd be exhausted, and um, and it was quite long. But because it was broken up. And people performed, so many people performed, but it was very short. Yeah. But it was, I enjoyed it. It's a lot of variety. So Gillian, um, Gillian Mays and myself read, and then you played the music for the 10 Related writers yeah, telling right. lies. That's right, and I serenaded Zoe. Yep. <laughs> which she seemed very happy about, so that was good. That was fun. <laughs> no. No, I enjoyed that. I'm actually, after I meet Claire McCleary on Friday, I'm going to meet um, James Carson. So I'm looking forward to that as well. I've not seen James for a wee while, because James was on the course too, and also one of the one ten writers. writers. About ten writers to analyse book. So, uh-huh. so I'll go and meet him in the, in the chip. And then um, I've got a busy week really, because it's John's birthday, my John. So everybody will come. We had Ryan this weekend, my grandson, and so Ryan will come back up and his mum and Caitlin and her boyfriend Harry 
and Liam will probably come. So we're, we're just going to have a, a, um, a meal in the house. They've ordered their favourite barbecued ham. So I'll make that. But what I would like to do um, sometime soon is I'd like to go to UCB for brunch because I love UCB and they've got brunch mm-hmm. there now which looks absolutely gorgeous and remember we used to do that mm-hmm. every, well we did for a few years every mm-hmm. Sunday yep have our business meeting <laughs> so we'll do we'll go we'll go to UCB maybe next weekend is looking very very busy there's so many things on because West End Festival is starting and we will be at that launch on Wednesday at, and it's back at, it's also in the Macintosh Queen's Cross, okay. so we'll be back there. And for the, the festival is looking absolutely terrific. It's just going to be hard for people to decide what to go to. There, I've, I've got a page up on the site, the West End Festival, and I'm putting things up all the time, all the highlights. And um, on the 2nd and the 3rd, there's going to be a lot happening in the lanes Vinnicombe Street, um, Cresswell Lane, Ashton Lane, Ruthven Lane, a whole lot of stuff um, okay. happening in the West End. So we would just say while we're doing this, is if anybody's got questions for us, they can tweet you. Yeah. What's your handle again? Is it Glasgow's West End? Gla- Glasgow's West End. Yeah. Okay. Any questions and we'll answer them. If possible. <laughs> <laughs> I've worn myself out now. I better get back to this chamomile tea. Okay, bye for now. Bye. Well, there you go. That's the end of another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. As I said, or as we said at the end of that particular episode, if you've got any questions or anything you want to get in touch with us about, please do, either by tweeting Pat on her Glasgow's West End Twitter handle or by sending us an email, jim at glasgowestend.co.uk or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you up the next time. Bye.